Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Manifesting Money Podcast. My name's Anita Aguilar. I am your host, as well as a money mindset coach, a manifesting expert, and so are you, and I'm going to show you how, and the CEO of a multi-million dollar company teaching manifestation. This podcast's purpose is to bring massive consciousness around the world of money manifestation, and we want to share our stories to truly help you understand that money is just energy. It's an unlimited resource that you can tap into at any given point in time. The way that you feel about money is how it shows up for you. So if you have the limiting belief that you have to work super hard for money, this podcast is for you. I'm going to be sharing the things that I personally learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and stories of those who truly healed their relationships with money and have mastered attracting abundance. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Manifesting Money Podcast. I am super happy and grateful that you are tuning in today. If you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. We love it when you message us on Instagram and let us know what podcast episode resonates with you and why. Uh, And it also helps us so much when you leave us a review. Again, it helps us get this podcast out to as many people as possible possible. And all of the day ones, welcome back. Again, we're so happy and grateful for all of your support. So we're making today's episode short and sweet to the point and giving you a step-by-step process of how to go through a financial hardship when it comes to your mindset, balancing the energetics of money, and really looking at the psychology of money as well. So again, if you're new to the podcast, we love really starting these podcast episodes with testimonies. These are some of the testimonies that we get our DMs every single day from people who are not only taking in this information, but they are applying it in their lives. So the other day I was live on my TikTok and I was talking about how important your perception of the financial hardship is and how that perception actually influences your point of attraction. So on my TikTok live the other day, I was telling a story about how when I had my car problems and I was really becoming conscious of law of attraction manifestation and my thoughts create my reality. And prior to this, anytime my engine light would go on, I would feel fear, stress, and anxiety, and my nervous system would just be going out of whack. It would be the worst case scenario. Oh my gosh, my my engine light's on. That means I'm going to have to pay a lot of money, and I already don't have a lot of money, X, Y, and Z. But once I, again, started to become conscious of this, aware of this, not only be grateful that I even had a car to have uh, car problems with, but... I also just really shifted the narrative, okay? I started to get excited because I know with every adversity that something good is coming, right? And even if you are just now starting out with this mindset, just play this game, right? And so in that example, in that TikTok, I was actually sharing the story about how, again, my engine light came on. Instead of freaking out, I decided that I was going to do whatever it is that my ego was telling me I can't do. And so instead of avoiding it, Instead of letting it linger and watch it every single day, I went straight to AutoZone and I said, okay, I don't care how much it is. I just got to figure out what the problem is, X, Y, and Z. And I got to AutoZone and they told me that nothing was wrong with it. I just didn't twist my um, fuel cap all the way and that's why my engine light was on. And it just felt like I just won a million dollars. And so this testimony that I'm about to share with you was a very similar experience and I'm really excited that she was able to pick and pick and pull some things that felt good to her and use my story as proof that this was also possible for her. 
So this testimony is from Daisy. Thank you so much for sharing. Hey, uh, just wanted to tell you real quick, a little testimony. Um, yesterday I was on your live and um, I've been kind of getting out of that um, pattern of like immediately going to negative thoughts and stuff. Um, anyways, uh, I told you that my I needed it to replace a whole engine. Um, and then you told a story about um, how you went to, like something was wrong with your car, you took it in and it ended up being nothing. Um, so I just visualized kind of the similar scenario. And today my husband turns on the car and it's completely fine. Um, just needs a little oil. He is a mechanic too. So he didn't know like that, you know, that was a bad symptom and disappeared just disappeared so miracles happen every day and especially for me that's what I'm telling myself <laughs> thank you how freaking cool I love these testimonies thank you Daisy for sharing or I hope I'm pronouncing your name right it might be uh Daisy, but I, I really think it's Daisy. So Daisy, thank you again for sharing this testimony, for not only listening to the podcast or listening to all of the, the information that we have, resources, but also applying it. And so that's a huge part of today's podcast episode, right? Even though it's short and sweet, we really want you to be conscious and aware of these things, especially in times like this where inflation seems like it's the end of the world. But I can promise you guys that there is so much money being circulated, especially especially in times like this. So with that being said, I am going to give you five steps, step by step of what to do when you are going through a financial hardship. Okay. So even if you don't feel like you're in that struggle or whatever, again, just put this on the back burner. Again, even if you are somewhere where you're being maybe stagnant, uh, I usually notice this throughout my DMs because a lot of people tell me the same stories over and over again. And it's also, um, with the people that you're operating at the same frequency too, you'll notice that when you start to become conscious of law of attraction, manifestation, all of the universal laws is that you really connect with other people and your problems might be similar because you're operating at the same frequency. So the synchronicities come up uh, when it comes to adversity too. And I'm telling you guys, this is a good sign. So uh, if you want to get a pen, on, pen and paper out and take notes of these things, you can do so. If not, just take some mental notes. And yeah, we're going to get started with Step one, step one of what to do when you're going through a financial hardship is to become aware. Step one is always, always, always awareness. So I, I hardly ever do notes for the podcast either. And I was like, ooh, I just have so many notes for this specific topic because this is so huge when it comes to awareness. So one, uh, when I say awareness, I mean become aware of the stories that you're telling yourself on a consistent basis, right? Even going back to what this podcast episode is about, right? The story that you're telling yourself that I'm going through a financial hardship. I'm struggling with money. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, right? And don't get me wrong, guys. Even if you are going through this right now, okay? Have compassion for yourself and really understand that just because you're going through that, that you can actually name it a different story. Even though your external world is telling you that everything is going wrong and then that bill and this bill and that didn't come through and da -da -da -da, like your car problems, whatever it's coming up for you guys, um, that you, 
identifying with that story is what's creating more of it. Okay. So the second part of this awareness part, I mean, we're still in part one, but I just want to really dive deeper on awareness is really shifting your perception of the financial hardship. Okay. Just because you're going through it doesn't mean uh, that you have to associate with that specific phrase, right? You just say, I'm going through a little shift right now. That's what I usually say. I'm going through a shift. That's how I identify it as. (laughs) But when you are going through these challenges, Right? One, again, have com- compassion for yourself, right? Do your best of really validating your own feelings. You being the one to validate your own feelings, okay? A lot of times we're looking for outside sources to validate these feelings, but when it comes from you, that's all that really matters, okay? So you are going to get through this, but the most, or the person that needs to tell you this the most is you when you hear it from yourself, okay? So validate your feelings, Okay, it is challenging, but when you are consciously, again, just becoming aware and sitting outside of yourself and really watching everything, like the way that I personally do it is that it's like almost as if I'm not there. I'm watching my situation from the outside looking in, right? And a really easy way for me to see the struggles and the shifts and the lessons that are coming through this is to uh, really connect with the people who are going through the same thing, right? A lot of times when you're hearing somebody talk about X, Y, and Z, it's so clear, right? Of like, oh, it looks like they just maybe might be stuck here or telling them themselves that story there, X, Y, and Z, right? So again, connecting with other people, becoming aware, stepping outside of yourself, having compassion, and again, really looking for that lesson, right? These challenging times are coming up for a reason. There's something there. It's there to grow you, right? There's nothing that's going to be in your reality that you cannot handle, Okay, source is never going to give you something that's too big for you. Okay, I promise you're going to get through it day by day, step by step. Really allow yourself to not only validate those feelings, but also just be resourceful. Like being resourceful is one of the number one ways that you can show gratitude for your resources. I have a quick little story about this. I was actually home. I just got back from the airport. I was so tired. I didn't have um, time to go to the grocery store. And I was like, eh, you know, I'll just make something from home. And I kept telling myself, I don't have any food. I don't have any food. Like I'm looking at my fridge. I don't got any food. And I was like, okay, shift in the story. I'm being resourceful. And uh, instead I ended up making this really good avocado toast. And I found some ham and I found all this like food. And I was like, yes. And I was just so grateful (laughs) for this avocado toast because of my resources. And this is just a small little example of, again, showing appreciation for your resources and shifting that story and that perception. Last part of the awareness and before we get to the step two is again just gratitude. Like I know it seems so simple. Everything really is simple when it comes to creating your co-create your co-creating your reality. We are just the ones that make it hard. Um, but yeah, you are either in a state of lack 
or you are in a state of gratitude. I see a lot of times, again, when we go through that those challenging times is that our ego really wants to tell us that we're failing because we're being vulnerable or because we're not asking or because we're asking for help or because of how resources manifest. Just, oh my gosh, just shift to gratitude. You have so much to be grateful for, even during those challenging times. So again, if you're listening to this right now, I'd love to know some of the things that you are still celebrating when all of the times are going crazy. And uh, just tell me on Instagram. Step two of going through a financial hardship is to create safety in the body. Okay, we don't want money. We want the way that we think it's going to make us feel. We think that when we're quote unquote, I got my little quotes up here, quote unquote, financially free, that is when we're going to feel safe. That is when we're going to be, oh my gosh, I'm so relaxed. I never have to worry about money ever again. No, <laughs> all of that comes from you, okay? Money is something external. It's something outside of yourself and it's only going to amplify who you are being right now. So again, if you don't feel safe in your body, and all of these external things are happening, right? Your main priority next to awareness is to create that safety from within you. And so those chemical reactions that are happening in your body, right? When you're waking up, you have anxiety, your heart's racing, your hands are sweaty, your face is red, or whatever happens to you, right? Some people get physically sick because of the thoughts that are happening consciously or unconsciously in your mind, okay? So one, that's awareness is really gonna help you alone because you know the stories that you're telling yourself and you do have the power to shift them. Um, but two, also just really moving that energy, okay? So when you are feeling that 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 heart racing and you know, you're know you having that chemical reaction, the best way that you can really uh, minimize this is to move. Move your body with intention. Me personally, I am huge on moving stagnant energy in my body. It's one of the uh, affirmations that I have all over my uh, mirrors when I wake up in the morning. Uh, and I say, I release all of the physical trauma in my body. I release all the stagnant energy in my body. And I go for a walk or I do yoga or I go to the gym downstairs. And sometimes I walk, sometimes I run, sometimes I, I lift weights. But I just make an intention to move my body every single day, especially when you are going through those times where your external world is telling you that you need to worry, you need to worry, you need to worry. So kind of piggybacking off of this, right? So those things are really good to move your body. Um, but I also would really love to just reiterate this, even though I know I feel like I talk about it every single time in the podcast, is that first five to 10 minutes when you wake up and when you go to bed. First five to 10 minutes in the morning, if you are grabbing your phone, and you are looking at your bank account, you're looking at all the people who texted you, who didn't text you, maybe you're looking at your emails, oh my gosh, I gotta do this, oh my gosh, that charged my account. Whatever it is that you're doing first thing in the morning is what's setting your the rest of your day. So I challenge you, if you're not already doing this right now, is to really minimize initiating those negative thoughts. 
So again, when you're really aware of your thoughts and your unconscious habits, right? Most people don't even know that they they wake up and look at their phone. Maybe they're conscious and aware because I just said it right now and I'm like, hey, that's triggering anxiety or that's triggering X, Y, and Z. But again, it's the unconscious habits that are really shifting who we are being and what we're attracting on a consistent basis. So um, for me personally, I don't look at my phone for the first hour of the day. And a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? I could never. And I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. First off, that's a story. And two, it started with five minutes. And then it started with 10. And then it started with 30 minutes. And then it started with, <laughs> with eight. And when it comes to habits, too, um, I, if you haven't already read the book, Atomic Habits, right now I'm also reading Badass Habits by Jensen Chero. So good. But honestly, when you're becoming really conscious of habits, the main priority is just to build the desire in, in the other side right? Most people are unconsciously addicted to stress. They're unconsciously addicted to fear and being in that fight or flight state. But when you become conscious of those habits, the things that you're doing, the chemical reaction that's happening in your body, and then start to flip it and say, hey, you know what? I woke up this morning and I didn't have a care in the world. I woke up without an alarm. I went to the gym and I released the trauma in my body. I journaled. I meditated. Da, 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 da. And it just feels so good. So high vibe, high vibe is that your body starts to crave that addiction opposed to the one that we have unconsciously to stress and anxiety. So last little bit about creating safety in the body before I move to the next one is that you can actually use this tool called anchoring. I just made a podcast or not a podcast, a TikTok video about this. Anchoring is when you really tap into times that you consciously remember feeling a certain emotion and you use that emotion to help you co-create the things that you are manifesting right now. So I just made this new meditation for some of my one-on-one clients and I'm like, holy crap. And it's so fun. And we do this in the um, meditation, but all it is again, is that you really just think about those times of when you felt safe. And you know, what's so funny is that when I ask people this question, they can't remember times that they felt safe. We've been living in fight or flight for so long, guys, I'm telling you. And uh, when you can consciously, again, bring those times to the surface, when did you feel safe? When's the last time you felt like you just didn't have to worry about anything? And consciously bring those emotions in. It will help you tap into that vibration no matter what your external world looks like. All right, the third step for anybody who's going through a financial hardship is to know your numbers. So I just really have to edify this because anytime, me personally, I have been off track with my finances, not hitting my money goals, there's unexpected bills coming. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's always, always when I don't know my numbers. 
when I don't know how much money is coming in, I don't know how much money is going out. Even if it is going out, I don't know where it's going to. Like tracking money is a lot of work. <laughs> so all my business owners out there, if you don't already have somebody who helps you with this, I highly, highly recommend that you get an accountant, uh, CFO, people who are really going to help you look at those numbers. That is the reason why it is a full-time job. But again, that consciousness around knowing your numbers is so key. And I'm going to give you the quote-unquote practical and then the energetic (laughs) behind this. So the practical, obviously, again, knowing your numbers. Your numbers are telling you a story. So again, for all my business owners out there, you knowing your numbers to a T. Okay, it's really helps you create clarity in the mind. A lot of times when we are going through this financial hardship or whatever it is that we're associating it with is that we are scared because we are scared of the unknown. We're like, oh my gosh, I know I got a lot of bills. Oh my gosh, I got unexpected debt. Oh my gosh. And your mind is telling you that you are unsafe because you don't know. So the more that you can take the control back By looking at your numbers, you know, really getting clarity on the things that you're telling yourself. That's, oh my gosh, it's so much. First things first, your mind is always over-exaggerating all of the things that you are unconscious of. Always. I promise you, it is not as scary as you think, okay? So again, when you start to gain that clarity and take that control back, it calms your nervous system. And that is our goal here. So the other part about this, that's more the practical, again, for business owners, um, when you're working with accountants and CFOs, let's say you are working on getting the next levels of your business, like people are going to be looking at your numbers, okay? They want to know what's going in, what's going out. They want to know because your, your numbers are telling a story, It's telling them how much overhead you have. It's telling them how much profit that you have. It's telling them uh, projections for your sales years from now or even months from now. Okay, so if you are not already tracking those things, I highly recommend uh, putting in a spreadsheet. There's a lot of them that you can get online um, that are free and you can really track your numbers. But the energetics of knowing your numbers is that a lot of times, again, we're not looking at the, the, the money that's going in, the money that's going out. It's because we're scared, right? And when we're, when we're not only thinking of that, we're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to know. That's one thing. But when you're not doing it, that is action. Okay, you not doing something is action. So... That is actually operating at a frequency of maybe guilt, maybe shame, maybe fear, which are all the lowest (laughs) frequencies. So you taking that control back is already shifting your vibration to one of the highest vibrational states and make it fun. So I have my clients do in the 31 days of abundance uh, is called a money date. 
do a money date. Make it fun. Put some candles on. Manifestation Babe talks a lot about this too. Um, put your incense. Like me personally, I am always a vibing when I do my money dates because you're really building that relationship and you're shifting that story. You're shifting that narrative. And again, it doesn't become scary anymore <laughs> and it becomes fun and exciting because you're seeing all of the things that are possible for you a lot of times even with our one-on-one clients is that I've seen people that have done their money dates and they're like what I made that much money this month and they had no idea so it's so awesome you start to again get rid of subscriptions that you don't use and that's respecting money That is a a beautiful relationship with money because you're really becoming conscious behind every single um, interaction that you make with your money. So this leads to number four, which is communicating. (laughs) I don't know if this was a button that I wanted to pick, but we're going to leave it in there. So the reason why communication is so key when you're going through a financial hardship kind of goes back to the last thing that I just said is that a lot of times we get scared, right? When everything starts coming in at once, oh my gosh, uh, financial hardship there. Maybe there's things like outside of money that you're struggling with right now and it just seems like everything is coming up all at once. One, those things are all coming up (laughs) at once for a reason. So again, going back to that awareness, but really being conscious of, again, your habits and what are you doing in times like this? So the reason why this is number four is because most people, when they go through those times, is that they are not communicating what is happening. (laughs) So I'm going to give you some examples from past Anita, we love you, prior versions of Anita, um, when when my sister or I'm trying to think of some different scenarios, but I guess my sister is the first one that comes to the surface. Like if she would, if I was supposed to pay her back on a certain day and I didn't pay her back, I would avoid her. Like she'd be calling me, which is most likely just to call me to see me or just talk because we just talk on the phone all the time. But if I knew I didn't have the money, I would ignore her calls. I would ignore her texts. I wouldn't look at any Snapchats that she sends me or anything because I didn't want to communicate that I didn't have the money, that I didn't have X, Y, and Z. And it was really amplifying a feeling of mine that if I don't have money, that means I'm not worthy. So if you haven't already heard the podcast episode of releasing your emotional attachment to money and releasing your identity and you having money has so much to do with your worth X, Y, and Z, go listen to that episode. But again, the reason why I was avoiding her or avoiding debt collectors or avoiding um, emails from companies like is because it was amplifying a feeling that I wasn't enough because I didn't have enough. And so when I started to become conscious of this and I'm like, okay, that is why I'm avoiding that. And I became very, not only aware, but comfortable with feeling that emotion. So one of the biggest misconceptions about manifestation is that you have to be happy and positive all the time. But the truth is that it's actually feeling the emotions that you are trying to avoid That's going to help you raise your vibration 
and have sustainable long-term results opposed to just being happy and positive all the time. Like we're already born at the highest vibrational state. Okay, so you don't have to jump up and down and just to be happy. We just got to let it go. And we really got to feel those emotions that we're trying to avoid. So if my mind was telling me that I'm not worthy or whatever it was, I felt that. I sat down on the floor, meditated on it, or maybe while I was going for a walk, whatever, like... And there is a majority of you who are listening to this right now who maybe have done this before. There's another part of you who have or are listening to this for the first time and you're like, oh, okay, that sounds good. And then there's a small percentage of you that are actually going to do that. So when you do that and you feel those emotions, let me know <laughs> because I'm telling you it's the most powerful tool that you can use. So... <clears throat> Again, going back to the communication. So not only was I communicating with her, I'd make it one of the first things that I would do. Okay, I'm going to call this company. I'm going to call them and I'm going to tell them, okay, I don't have X, Y, and Z today, but here is $5. But here is what I do have. But here is a plan that I, I can do. And so what I did, again, was communicating. I was feeling that emotion. I was um, shifting those narrative of those stories. But most importantly, I was building trust. Okay? So if you are looking at this from the outside, again, looking in, as if you are in a relationship with money, and money is your boo thing. Hey, boo. All right, let's go on a date tonight. Okay. I'll be there at 7. And then you don't hear from them. And then maybe the next day you'll hear from them. Maybe the next day they'll, you'll, hear, you'll hear from them. I'm like trying to say this, but my words are getting mixed up. But you don't hear from them from like a week. And they're ignoring your calls. They're not texting you back. Like how much do you believe that this person cares about you? How much do you believe that this person is going to want to go on a date and is going to show up for the date? But again, going back to this example, as if money is your date, if your date says, hey, I can't make it tonight, but how about another time? Hey, I'm so sorry. Um, I can come, but maybe for like 10 minutes <laughs> or whatever. I'm just like making examples. I don't know, whatever's coming up. Um, if they're constantly communicating, if they're picking up that phone call, if they're texting you back, da, 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 like how much more do, are you going to believe that person when it comes to building that trust? So now I'll give an example that's more with money related, right? Let's say you have a thousand dollar bill and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to pay this thousand dollar bill, right? So one, that story of what your mind is telling you is what's being amplified, okay? So one, create that clarity. Call that company and say, hey, X, Y, and Z, I'm telling you, I know, I just know there's gonna be so many people that are like gonna call me and say, oh my gosh, the bill that I was so stressed out about is now like $100. That would always, always happen to me when I made this shift and I started to communicate more is that the payment would one, be crazy reduced, 
or they would have options available for me, or there was like certain payment plans. Like there was always stuff that always worked out. And again, I just know that so many people are gonna uh, be messaging me about the specific topic. So make sure you count those amounts as money manifested because the goal here is to really build the belief of what happens when you do this. But back to the money example, right? Like maybe if you're borrowing $1,000 from somebody and you're like, hey, I don't have $1,000 to pay you back today, but here is five, right? That person's communicating with you. They're saying, hey, this is what I have. And I can give you a little bit more of this day. And I can give you a little bit more this way. And this day, I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z. How much more do you believe that person? Again, money and trust are the same frequency. So it's your responsibility to build that trust, not only with money, but with yourself. Do the things that you're telling yourself that you cannot do because you can do them. Last part about the communication part, and again, building that trust, is that you're circulating money. Earlier, I talked about how in times like this, there are a lot of people making a lot of money, okay? And the people who are least affected in times like this are the people who are keeping money flowing. And so what I mean by that is that a lot of times when the external world is getting shaky, it's getting rocky, of course you want to take your precautions and, you know, save or budget. Like I am going to give you some referrals of some people who are amazing for those practical strategies. But energetic wise and mindset wise, when you are telling yourself the stories of I cannot have, be, or do something, you're lowering your vibration. You're blocking other people's blessings, right? Maybe you're saying, I shouldn't go get my nails done today because I got to pay this. I got to do that. No, no, no. So first things first, like you have enough, okay? Be resourceful. And when you're conscious that you doing those things that you're telling yourself that you cannot do, you're breaking cycles. And so that $60 that you spent to go get your nails done, just put food on the table for somebody who was breaking their cycles of their financial hardships, right? Who are shifting their stories. And that money goes to gas and the gas goes to X, Y, and Z. Like there's so much money being circulated in times like this. Um, And it's just really important for you to get clear in your stories and remind yourself that that money is coming back to you in tenfold. Last but not least, we're wrapping it up (laughs) with all of the step-by-step process of what to do when you're going through a financial hardship. And the last one is to dream bigger. (laughs) So yes, that is the last thing that you want to do when you are going through a financial hardship. So we talked about the law of polarity just a little bit earlier in the podcast, and it's one of the universal laws that with every negative energy, there is a positive energy to match it. So think of a battery, right? So the left side is the minus and the right side is the plus, okay? That is exactly what is happening in your reality right now. But the problem 
is that when we're going through the shift, <laughs> this shift, <laughs> is that we are so focused and trained subconsciously to look at all the negative. But when you shift that story and you start to look at it like, okay, here is the lesson that I was supposed to learn. Here are all the things that I'm grateful for. Here are the ways that I'm limiting myself or the past cycles that I've been in that I am now consciously shifting. And most people, again, revert back to those, okay, I need to just be safe. I need to be just, I just need to be safe. But when you're conscious that this is not only a sign that really, you know, something equally as good is happening from all of those challenges, but something 10 times bigger is also in store. And these are the times that you really want to sit down and reflect and think bigger. Okay, maybe that job that you're working at is no longer serving you. Maybe there's relationships in your life that are no longer serving you. Maybe it is a a physical place somewhere where you're living, whether it's a city, state, country, a house, apartment. Maybe you have a roommate and you're ready to live on your own. Like all of those things are coming up for a reason, And when you can just really give yourself permission to dream big, okay, I always have to consciously do this. Even to this day, I have to remind myself, Anita, you have to give yourself permission to dream big. If you haven't heard the episode with Angela, you have to go listen to it. It's so good. I just love being in the energy of people like that. But again, our mind unconsciously tells us that we should feel guilty for dreaming big because that's not showing gratitude for the what the things that we have right now. But when you shift that mindset and you tell yourself that me staying stagnant at a job that's not serving me, with a relationship that's not serving me, with a, a place that's not serving me, is blocking somebody else's blessings, it will put a fire under your butt <laughs> to... Go after what's yours. So again, somebody's manifesting the job that you hate. Somebody is manifesting the person who you are just staying with because you feel bad. Somebody is manifesting the perfect apartment that you're living at or whatever it is, right? Just shifting that perception and give yourself permission to dream big because one, your story is going to help build a belief in so many people. Even if it's not within your... your um, your niche, right? Like you have no idea how much you taking action for yourself is helping other people. And when you even start to just think about that big dream that you've been thinking about, but it's quote unquote too big. Those are lies. Those are lies that your mind is telling you. And that is going to keep coming to the surface until it manifest. Okay. Some of you are just going to get through this challenging time, but most of you listening to this right now are going to quantum leap when you take action on the things that are the step-by-step process that we just went over in this podcast. So I personally want to thank you 
for investing time and energy listening to this today because again, that's step one. You're aware, you've attracted this, right? If you were not operating at the same frequency as this, you would not even be conscious of this podcast or you, you know, something would happen where you didn't listen to this. You are here listening to this for a reason. So please, please, please take this knowledge and apply it to your life and watch what happens. Pay attention when the money shows up. So recapping on this episode, the first thing that we talked about is one, awareness. Be aware of the stories that you're telling yourself over and over and over again. Become conscious of the lesson that is in those times and show gratitude. Second step is to create safety comes from within you, not from outside of you. So this is your time to, again, create safety in your body. Try not looking at your phone first thing in the morning. Prioritize you, your energy, and moving the stagnant energy that is in your body. Uh, Three, knowing your numbers. Again, if you don't know what's going in, what's going out, take that time to do a money date. Step four is communicate. Build that relationship with your money, okay? Build trust. Trust and money are the same frequency. And last but not least is to dream big. You are so worthy of dreaming big. You got this. And I know it's scary. And I know it can seem like, oh my gosh, this all this stuff is coming all at once. But this is exactly why we created the 31 Days of Abundance program. Okay, so I know a lot of you are maybe going on the shift for the first time. Maybe you're just now becoming conscious and aware of all of the things that we're talking about on this podcast. And you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not know this my whole entire life? Well, you're learning it now for a reason. So whether you are just now going through this shift or maybe you're going through this cycle over and over and over again, I highly recommend this 31 Days of Abundance program for those who are feeling alone. You feel like nobody knows what you're talking about. You feel loco. You feel crazy. You're like, how, how come everybody doesn't know about this? I'm outside. I'm an outsider. And the truth is, the more that you can connect with people who are operating at the same frequency as you, the more that you can continue to do the work on a consistent basis And the more that you can build your belief through other people's stories, the more that this is going to amplify all of the abundance, love, joy, and peace that you have in your life. So for those of you who are not in the 31 Days of Abundance, we are actually opening up the doors for this 31-day program starting on Monday June 28th, and the doors are closing July 1st. So the reason why we have a short time frame for those to join the program and get in this community and start doing this work, one, it really helps us keep you on track when we're really starting from the beginning of the month and again, getting you connected with people who are joining the program all at the same time. So that way you can relate to some of the modules and exercises that people are going through. But most importantly, to hold you accountable. 
So again, we talked about how the shift really comes from you. Okay, don't get me wrong. The exercises are awesome. The community is awesome. You know, we have group calls and X, Y, and Z. But the real shift comes from you, okay? The journal prompts, the exercises, the meditations, the hypnosis, like they're all tools, okay? But you are the most powerful asset here, And you doing this work is only going to amplify the power that you already have right now, okay? So when you make this shift, a lot of people start to attract all of the things that they've been wanting simply from making that decision. And so that's why my little quote is, the shift starts here. And a fun little promo that we're doing for this specific round is that I... I'm going to be hopping on a one-on-one coaching call with all of the people who invest in full. So I'm so excited to celebrate those who are in this next round. But again, thank you so much for investing time and energy into this podcast episode. And I cannot wait to hear from you on Instagram. So I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Manifesting Money podcast. If this episode resonated with you or shifted your paradigm in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now and write us a review. This simple act of kindness helps us get this podcast episode out to as many people as we possibly can. And we also want to know what resonated with you and why. So be sure to join our free Facebook group that you can find in the show notes or tag us on Instagram. Either way, we love when you're in our energy and we love rewarding you for listening to the podcast. When you're ready to truly break down your money blocks and learn how to make money work for you, not the other way around, go to the show notes and learn how you can work with us and join our community of people who are making massive shifts in their finances. Thanks again for tuning into this episode and we cannot wait to share your testimonies. We'll see you in the next episode.